Abby. <laughs> it is a beautiful fall day. Happy in Friday. Happy Friday Happy to Friday. everyone. <laughs> yes, we are recording this on the day we will be releasing it. Yes. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Oh my goodness. I love fall. It's so beautiful outside. Do you? Uh, it's my favorite season. Yesterday was chilly. It's beautiful. It is though. It is. Oh, the beauty is in is is in the cold and the flowers and the in the in the, you know, the, the leaves the are leaves, changing. Yeah. And it's almost like you drive down the road and it's almost like flowery. It Everything is. Everything just looks different. It's beautiful. Well, and I I think that actually ties in a little bit to this interview we're gonna hear because yeah. and what we're gonna talk about with yeah. like traditions and values. Mm -hmm. And this time of year, I always get very nostalgic That's for right. my childhood and yes. Thanksgiving yeah. and fall traditions and back to school That's and right. just all these things. Yeah. Um, and it is just, it's just delightful. It's yeah. delightful. Yeah. You know, when, when these days come around, all these, um, traditions mm. and celebrations and and whatnot and uh you know thanksgiving is going to be here soon yeah. i mean in a couple of days is going to be halloween and yeah. all these traditions that we have mm -hmm. uh and we treasure them so much and we don't really look too deeply what they mean right right so this conversation i had with this individual in an uber mm -hmm. me you get me in an yes. uber i'm gonna ask some questions love it so i don't want to just sit there <laughs> i mean if the person is advertising themselves in uber and say i give great conversations and i get in the car you better give me a great conversation <laughs> so the this only one did not it, disappoint no it didn't it didn't and it was uh it was an old gentleman um uh, old school, and mm -hmm. you will hear that over and over. Yeah. Um, but the expression of his sense of tradition, yeah. the roles that uh, men play, the roles that you know mothers and fathers have, grandparents. Uh, and, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that was that was a very um, that was a you know a, cha a chance encounter for mm. someone to be brutally honest yeah. about his views yeah. on life. Right. Right. All right. Let's take a listen. How do you, yeah, you were saying. What's that? You were saying you've been married twice. Yeah, I was married twice, yeah. Okay. How do you, what, what did you find to be, to make your relationships uh, successful and meaningful? I think it takes two to make decisions. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you have to give and take a little bit too. Right. You know, not one person can always make the final decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how long was your first marriage? 30 years. 30 years. And a half mile continue on the Meriden Road. After 30 years, if you had to give it up, it must have been something really serious. Well, I guess the last 15 years wasn't the greatest. I did it because of my kids. I want to make sure my kids got educated. Yeah. Had a roof over their head. You yeah. Because I don't like to see families separated. Yeah. And that's why. That's why you stayed. My first thing is to take care of my kids. Right. So you stayed You stayed I'm, in the marriage, I'm even school. though the 15 years was not yeah. good, because of the kids. Oh, absolutely. You have to take care of your kids. That's the, I'm old school, and that's the major thing my father taught me is take care of your family. Yeah. You know, 
I'm second. I yeah. got to take care of the kids. That, that means you're making a sacrifice for the Absolutely. kids. Absolutely. You have to do that. Do you need to self-sacrifice to be a good parent? No. But so many people do that. I mean, they put the kids first. I mean, it's all about well, the kids. We got along in a way. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. Yeah. But uh, it's just one of those things where if, I guess what happens is you, you drift apart. Yeah. Because I had a job at one time she wasn't working you know, for a long time. Mile, make yeah. a left turn on Jackson Hill Road. Just going to but no further. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. You do people do drift apart. The yeah. world isn't perfect. Yeah. And uh, we we always were uh, what do you call it? We weren't mean to each other. Yeah. In a quarter we didn't show any hostility around Hill the kids Road. either. Yeah. So it wasn't like a crazy, you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, you go in different directions. It happens. Even, hey, when you're in business, same thing can happen. But if you if you think of marriage like a business, then obviously that's going to happen. Well, not a business. I'm just saying, in business, right. You do have uh, where your partner Think something different. Yeah, their attitude changes on attitude, right, their right. their type of uh, business they want to run. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's why business do fail too because the two partners don't get along. Yeah, so I've I've met people who have been able to stay married for like fifty some odd years. What what why, why do you, how do you think they managed to? I mean, well, she initiated that. Uh, how did you manage to stay together in the first fifteen? I mean, fifteen years is still a long time. Right, that's because. Uh, I was in old school. Yeah. I always stayed. The, you got to stay. So you were really not in love. It wasn't. It wasn't about the marriage. It was just about the kids. Right. Oh boy. That's a huge sacrifice just to spend 15 years of your life. How did it feel it. about it? I enjoyed it. It was worth it. It was right. darn worth it. Because hey, I okay. see what happens to families out there with kids That's running right. the streets. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, doggone worth it. Because yeah. I was brought up the old school way. Yeah. Yeah. You have to sacrifice for your kids. Okay. Self-sacrifice. Yep. Okay. Now, how, how about your your uh, your second marriage? You're that you're still married now, right? No, I'm divorced. You divorced twice. Yeah. yeah. She wanted a divorce too. She but wanted a divorce. We're only married a year and a half, so. What was her, what was the problem? Just, she she just her, wasn't happy. Yeah, I think we got married too quick. Oh. But uh, yeah, I'm done. No more. Oh, I got to say. Oh, never say no more. You might fall in love with no, uh, the next person. No more drama. No more drama. <laughs> I'm happy by myself now. Uh, yeah. I got four grandkids, my daughter, my son. So. Yeah. Let me ask you about grandkids. Do you think that grandparents should uh, have any serious role to in raising their grandchildren? Because I mean, that's a, hard, yeah. that's a hard question. I know it is. I don't like to interfere because I watched my parents didn't interfere with my kids. Uh huh. Oh, you did. You saw them. Oh yeah. Yeah. My parents. Uh, my father just died here four years ago. He's ninety-two. Yeah. So yeah, God he didn't interfere him. with our life. He did not. Nope. I don't. I don't agree with that either. I do not want to interfere with my kids. Yeah. Now, they call me, ask me advice or whatever. Yeah, I give them advice. Yeah. Know, so. But I don't think, unless you see damage that's going to happen, yeah. then you have to intervene. Like what? How? I don't know. Like take over uh, parenting the kid? Your well, grandchildren? Yeah, if, if, 
things look bad, you know, where the yeah. mother doesn't care or the father doesn't care. Yeah, that's, and if you get a call from your grandkids, yeah. you better uh, do something about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. so you do have that responsibility, of course. Yeah. But just to interfere with, there are grandparents that interfere every day. Come on. Yeah, yeah I see that. Yeah, I see that. You're going to make it right. Yeah. As you can tell, I'm old school. Make a right yeah. Turn on yeah. Road. So, 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 my, uh, I'm, I'm from Ghana, and when we, when we say family, we really actually mean, like, uh, we don't, we don't mean father, mother, and kids. We mean like everybody, you know, uh, grandparents, aunties, uncles. We actually don't have the, the concept of aunties and uncles. We, right. we just call them older mother or younger father or something like that. Uh -huh. How how does yours work? Are you are you are you a native Italian or I'm I, I was born in Italy. Right turn on Italy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How do you, how do you guys right how do you guys uh, manage your family in terms of the holding your families together? How do you do it? I think it's just the way we were brought up. Yeah. I, my father It's almost natural to you. Yeah it's I always said, that, you know what is missing in this country? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to say it. This no, is say old it. school. But the man has been taken away from taking care of the family. Like, someone's got to be the boss in a yeah. family. Yeah. And I'm very strong about that. You want to make it right. Yeah. And that's what's wrong. That the women want to run everything. Yeah. And that pisses me off because, you know, when you, when, my father was in charge, right? Yeah. He had seven kids. Left onto yeah. By God, we towed the line because, by God, you didn't want to, because you know what your mother said? Wait for your father Go. to get home. Straight Go. up. Yeah. Wait for your father to get home. What did yeah. I tell you? That's right, yeah. And by God, you, 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 <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah. And that's what's missing today. That's what's breaking up families, I think, so, I think the women get too involved with, I'm the man now, you know. You're going to make a, uh, this is the house, right here. Right in here? Yeah. Right okay. There. But see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm from the old days, though. No, I get it. And I can see why family's breaking up and stuff. Because the men have lost their place in their family. You said it too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that gives you some insight. Yeah. <laughs> How often do people talk about old school when they talk about relationships? Right. But here you got that. Yeah. He... A very old school individual born in Italy. Uh, yes. Came to the United States when he was very young. So you can see that all the cultural and um, ethnic understanding of what family is and, right. and how relationships are formed and how they are maintained the roles that parents play the roles that men play how how women uh behave and how men should behave and how children should interact with their families and grandparents too and grandparents too so he has a very he says old school yeah but it's not that old it's it's a, it's a view that you would you would probably not expect young people to have. Right. They may not express it in words, mm -hmm. but certainly in action they do. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not just men. 
I think women also, mm-hmm. have a certain expectation of what a man's role ought to be in a family. Right. And I think this 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 gentleman comes through with a lot of that. I mean, he dumps it all and he, he says, does. well, I'm, I don't want to be ap- apologetic. He actually apologizes a few right. times and says, well, this is how, who I am mm-hmm. and it's old school, but that's what that's what he was saying. Well, what did you take from this? Well, I mean, what I appreciate um, is I always appreciate hearing other opinions yeah. because we all live um, different lives. We come from different backgrounds, but I think we all have something to contribute. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I can't say that I necessarily agree with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put that out there. But what I do find interesting um, is this concept he discusses of really a man having like the ownership and being involved in the family. And, you know, I think that that carries a lot of value. I -hmm. think that this idea of, you know, a man being, you know, having a responsibility to his family Um, whether you term it as a provider or the breadwinner, um, I think, I think the root of it is that you are invested and you are there for your family. And I think, you know, in a lot of ways in this day and age, you know, it's not necessarily that old school, like the man going out and earning the money and bringing it back. You know, there's lots of men who stay at home with their kids. But I see that same kind of concept of, you know, you need to bring kind of this support of this family, of your spouse, of your children. You know, it's so diverse these days. You you know, you have um, same-sex couples. You have all different types of partnerships and relationships. And, you know, I think, though, that kind of traditional boxes, you know, that's maybe where I don't agree with it so much. But what I do like that he's saying is you have to take responsibility and you have to be there. You have to it's really you have to have skin in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, I I see families where one party, you know, really doesn't do anything or one party, you know, maybe isn't as invested in the kids as the other. Um, and I think that that does a disservice to the family unit, you know, when both spouses are not all in for the kids and for their relationship. Right. And so I like that he, you know, I like that he speaks to it, even though I might not agree with it completely. I really like that he speaks to, you know, I think that's missing in some places. Yeah. See, what what I what was interesting for me mm. having this conversation with him. Uh, takes me back to something that I, I reminded you about. Uh, you probably know uh, or may have heard about uh, Krishnamurti. Okay, this old guy is is now passed long ago, but he made a statement that said, "Truth is a pathless land. Mm. There is no one way to get to truth." And this yeah. man was sharing with you something that is a reality and a truth that a lot of us deal with, right. and we all come at it from different angles. Yeah. Now, this is someone who says, I need to provide for my family. Mm-hmm. I need to keep my family safe, and how do I do it? Well, I make a sacrifice of a certain kind, right? and it's a painful one, mm. because his first marriage, 
30 years of marriage and yeah. he says in the first 15 things may have been good but the last 15 i just stayed for my children right and his reasoning for it may not be someone who says uh, i want my happiness i want right. a happy marriage because uh, marriage is part of life mm-hmm. and life is not just about happiness right right okay? if all you want is happiness, then you do happiness. Mm-hmm. If you want to live, life includes some happy moments, some right. painful moments. A lot of it has to do with responsibility. Yeah. Raising children is not so much about rights. Mm. We focus so much about what our rights are. Right. But raising children is truly about responsibility. I agree. What do your children give that is a right to you? Mm-hmm. Apart from the right to make education decisions, direct their religious upbringing, decide, you know, where they go, where they sleep. Those are responsibilities. Those are real expressions of responsibilities. And we turn it around and say, well, I have a right to such and such. Mm. You can't possibly have a right to another human being. But they are responsibilities for us to raise them to become functioning, you know, valued adults who can care on on your own. So this person, this gentleman, Mm. makes a hard choice. Right. But I can't excuse what he did. I can't say for him or for me because I'm not in his shoes. Right, exactly. This is a reality that he had to deal with, and he dealt with it in his own way. And you could probably say, based on the fact that he got married a second time and that also failed, Mm. Maybe he needs to take a hard look at himself right? and the old traditions that he's used to, because mm-hmm. obviously that's not serving him well when it comes to marriage. Right. right. And so he says, I'm happy on my own. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us get to that point right. where we say, I don't want to have anyone to deal with yeah. and I'm just fine with myself. But I think I agree with you on the subject of responsibility. Yeah. We have to be responsible for what we create. Right. We create a family of a certain kind. Mm-hmm. We have to take care of those families because if we don't, right. like you said, kids end up on the street right? because families break up. But unfortunately, right. sometimes families break up. And the reason they break up is because we don't truly understand what family is. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. I mean, think about it. Right. We have reduced family to certain kinds of statements and labels. Mm -hmm. What is a nuclear family? What does nucleus have to do with family? When did a family become a husband, wife, and children? You want to put that label and whether it's religious or Mm -hmm. legal or whatever. But grandparents have values to transfer to their grandchildren. Aunties and uncles and everyone else that's why it takes a village to raise children. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you will impose and take away the responsibility of the parents themselves. Yeah. Because if you're a grandparent and you've passed your your, your values onto your children, right. they can take those values, interpret it the way they want, yeah. in the context, in the in the changed environment that they find themselves in, and pass it on to your grandchildren. Right. So interfering with your grandchildren's life is not the ideal thing. But grandparents and extended family 
has a responsibility absolutely for raising the children a man and a wife or a wife and a man mm-hmm. or a woman and a husband if whichever way <laughs> you want to do it yeah. or or couples right whether they're same sex couples or whatever mm-hmm. traditional or non-traditional family you want to look at if they are raising children the children need all the support systems that they can get right it doesn't have to be just the two parents. Yes, the two parents are primary, but that's not the only people who should be there. I agree. I I agree. And I, I like that in this interview you had with this gentleman, how you spoke about, you know, your own culture and upbringing. Right. And, you know, it was, you know, making me think of my own experience, yeah. you know. Um, and, and what's interesting um, is... I think when I was younger, I interpreted those more traditional roles. Yeah. You know, the the I was married. Um, my husband was the head of the household. Yeah. I deferred everything to him. Um, and it did result in some issues. Um, and one of them was this pulling away of the extended family. Right. It was like because he was that head it was just us and just our kids. And, you know, coming out of that and kind of looking back, I can recognize, you know, the disservice and, you know, that it is to be that disjointed from extended family. And I do agree with him that, you know, having grandparents interfering and making decisions or being really controlling, that's detrimental too. But that extended family holds such value because we all experience things. And, you know, especially I think about my parents and, you know, the lives that they've lived and the wisdom that they have. Mm -hmm. And I find that, you know, what I do is I go to them for their advice. You know, I'm not asking them to make decisions for me, but I want to, I want to know based on your life that you've mm-hmm. lived and the things that you have learned that I haven't, you know, help advise me. And so often I'll, I'll call up my mom and <laughs> I'll be like, this is what's going on with yeah. the kids. And she just gives me a new perspective mm-hmm. and it's invaluable, you sure. know? And so I think that that can sometimes be lost yeah. either in those traditional things yeah. or sometimes I think when we're younger, you know, you, you think you can do it all, (laughs) you know, and I think that recognizing that, you know, extended family, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, that we're all in this together and we can all be here for each other. Yeah. So, so talking about, say, my upbringing um, in Ghana Mm. and and saying the way we look at family, the way we even look at, um, family disputes, the way we hmm. resolve family disputes, um, it's totally different. You know, it's it's completely different. And anyone and, and in many cultures, if you go um in in Asia, I mean other places in the world, even in within Europe, hmm. okay, uh people who are Italians, people who are Greeks, people who are Scandinavian, everyone has it and and English people, everyone has a different way of seeing family. Yeah. And talk to any Irish family mm-hmm. and see the way they think about family. See how close they, they hold together. You go to any town and you will see the whole town 
from another continent, just transplanted and just plugged in <laughs> into a complete town. And they actually decided to name that town in the United States <laughs> after the place they right. came from. And you will see that everyone else who comes after that seems to gravitate towards these people. And right. the idea is not, some of it is tribalism. Mm. Okay, we, we like to go towards the people we identify right. the same value with. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the family and the value and the benefit of having extended family around yeah. is part of this notion of mutations in consciousness. Mm. Okay, Life requires consciousness. And our brain that sits there yeah. has actually gone through changes in life which has been passed on to us. So the brain right. that we are holding mm -hmm. is not just us. Right. You know, the name that you're carrying is not just your name, mm -hmm. your last name or your husband's last name or your wife's last name. It's not just them. It belongs to someone else who started a certain kind of thinking, certain kind of way of life, mm. a certain value system, and it carries through. Right. So we've come to this point where we think a man is the head. Mm-hmm. But what is a head without a body? <laughs> if the man is the head and so somehow we say he should have the final decision, mm. right? Man ought to be in charge, like this gentleman is saying. Yeah. And he's going back to a time and place where man had a certain traditional responsibility. Right. Right? But think about it. If the man is the brain, God forbid, men actually are brain. <laughs> Right, because women, some, you know. But let's say the man is the brain. Yeah, the brain is not going to function without a heart. It's true. And the heart is generally the person who actually knows what happens in a family. Mm. And the heart is not going to be able to function without the limbs, the children who mm. are involved. So to think about this holistically, right, right. When you have to think about a family, the way a family has to function. Mm-hmm. It is not a disjunctive thing. It is not more about what I want, right. what makes me happy all the time, mm -hmm. right? Would there be some pain? Pain is not avoidable, right? but if we let pain sit there, mm -hmm. it becomes suffering. right? Because pain, when it gets to your head and it takes over your consciousness, it takes your attention completely. Yeah. And when you are not attentive to your own life, when we are not attentive in our own life, things come in that dictate what happens to us, not only for us. Right. When things are not, when things are happening to us, mm -hmm. instead of happening for us, yeah. we are no longer in charge. And we need to be consciously in charge. Right. But to do that, we have to learn from the past. Yeah. We have to take stock of what has been passed on to us, right. evaluate them and say, well, this one makes sense. This yeah. one doesn't. Right. This one no longer fits into the reality that right. I want to live. Right. Or maybe there's aspects that you can glean, you know, but it evolves yes. into where we are today and in how you apply it to your own family. You know, especially thinking you have two spouses that come together from two different families. Yeah. And they have to evaluate, okay, these are the values that we hold. This was our upbringing, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And be able to say, okay, now what are we going to create for our mm -hmm. own children, our own family, or mm -hmm. the two of us? Yeah. You know, so I think that, you know, 
really being conscious of the decisions that you make yeah. and and the roles that we participate in, yeah. you know, I think is important and not just like mindlessly either adhering to something, you know, without thinking it through yeah. or evaluating it. I think that can be, you know, I think that can cause issues. And so I think that it's important to be really cognizant of the actions that you're doing and, and yeah. the way that you're, you know, being with your family and making decisions. Traditions are so wonderful ornaments mm. but they are ornamental i like that they are they sit there and they are things we look at mm -hmm. and we don't have to think about what they mean yeah but the important thing mm -hmm. if you if we are going to actually live right with some awareness yeah about what we are doing in relationships, mm -hmm. we can't just accept traditions yeah. as ornaments. Right. They have to have some function. They have to be useful. They have to mean be meaningful. Mm -hmm. And we don't discard them just saying, well, I don't know what this means anymore. Right. So, yeah, I throw it away. So the old is really not that old. Mm. The old, there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> right. The old is the new, just in different garments. Yeah. yeah. And we are doing the same old thing. Mm -hmm. Most ladies want the man to open the door for them. That's pull nice. the chair for them. <laughs> Most women will like you to pick up the chair. Not all of them. <laughs> you know. And some women say, no, we live in a different world now. It's 2019 or yeah. whatever we are. And you don't have to pay for me. I can pay my own way. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know? And some people want to say, well, I don't need a man to mm -hmm. raise a child. Yep. Well, what is there? that if the, what, what gets lost if a child has only one parent? Right. Right. right? Yeah. If, I you think insist, yeah. if you insist on saying, I am going to usurp the role that the other person has. Mm -hmm. There's a reason there are men and women or two parents raising children. Right. Because one person doesn't have it all. Right. You need different opinions. You need different ideas. If you think that just your idea is enough mm -hmm. to raise a child and you would do that and you successfully do that, Wait till the child gets out in the real world and mm. meets other ideas and say, how is he or she going to cope with right. these new ideas? Right. So expose the kids yeah. to new things, new experiences. We shouldn't worry that our kids will run, trip, and fall. Mm -hmm. They'll get up. They always do. They always do. It's the adults who really are worried about falling. The moment <laughs> an adult falls, picks up, wants to see, did anyone see me fall? <laughs> And and then you know puts it into some kind of a funny walk and say oh, I didn't really fall. Yeah, you fell. So you learn from that. Right. And and I think this gentleman clearly fell. Mm -hmm. Thirty years marriage fell. Yeah, got up, tried again. He says the second time he still didn't work. Right. And and I suggested to him, I think you're going to do it again. He says, no, I'm done. <laughs> done. <laughs> I'm done. But he's used to falling in love. I could almost predict he's not going to live alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
everyone really makes, you know, different decisions and different choices. And I think ultimately the important thing is hearing each other, even if we don't agree. You know, I I enjoyed listening to this interview. You know, and even though I didn't agree with him, I can still glean, you know, things from what he said because I'm listening with, you know, open ears to be like, you know, he's been through stuff, he's learned, hopefully yeah. he's grown. You know, I think that's what we can hope for all of us is that we grow through the things yes. that we, you know, need to go through um, to evolve and become, you know, better, kinder people. Um and, you know, so I really, really think it was very interesting and thought-provoking. And, I, and <laughs> I think I think what what he's gone through, mm-hmm. just take him out of it. Yeah. And take his voice out of it. Mm-hmm. And see yourself in what he is doing. Right, right. And you could see very easily that many of the choices and many of the decisions that we make on a daily basis is very much what he's done. Yeah. The way he's managed it may not be the way we are right. managing it, but we are very much making the same kind of sacrifice mm-hmm. that he's making for other things. Right. But if we're going to do that, we have to make it consciously. We have to know that, in fact, I'm making this sacrifice right. and I know why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I don't want my kids to end up on the street. Right. Because the cost of having my kids on the street yeah. It's far greater than the cost of me staying in this marriage. Yeah. And it's a choice that people make. Yeah. And I did think it was very beautiful the the value yeah. he put on his children and being That's there right. and raising his children. Yeah. And I think sometimes that gets lost, whether it's men or women. Yeah. You know, I think that it crosses gender. <laughs> you know, I think that's the most important I think that's very, very important that you value your children. And I truly believe that this sense of tradition mm. is probably much stronger in the genes of women than mm. it is in men. Mm. Men are more insistent on it. Yeah. But women have their own traditions that they want to keep. Right. And they don't want people to usurp, including the role that women played traditionally through our history. Mm. Until very recently. Yeah. Women actually brought in more of the revenue in the home. <laughs> and you may not think of revenue in the sense of that I'm thinking or the way the sociologists think about yeah. it. A revenue is not money. Right. Most of the hunting and gatherers, mm-hmm. who did more of the gathering? The men probably every now and then went and hunted and killed something and brought it in. Right. But the true gathering and the true feeding the family on a day-to-day basis and raising the children and making sure they are fed and kept and everything else was not done by men. Mm. And when men were out warring with each other, the only people raising the next Mm -hmm. generation was women. That's true. So really, almost every man is behaving like a woman, (laughs) like his mother. So you really, the traditions that men are insisting on mm-hmm. is actually being given to them by their mothers. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I made funny points. It's not, it's not correct, <laughs> but it's it's good or not good. Who knows? Well, I, you know, I will say this till the end of my days. You know, I just, it's, 
I value hearing other people's perspectives. And I think that that's one of the things I love about our dialogues. It's we It's fun. We come from different angles. Sometimes we agree. <laughs> Most times we don't. But that's good. But it's good. It's good to learn from each other. Because it's good to disagree. It is. And discuss and just, and think, because when you are faced with, you know, like this gentleman, when you're faced with something like, oh, I don't agree, you know, then you think through, well, why don't I agree? And, it, right. and it causes that, right. that thought process to either be like, well, maybe I should change my opinion, yeah. or maybe now I can articulate better my opinion because I've thought it through. But you don't have to change your opinion no. necessarily. No, you don't. Opinions are the cheapest things. You can create new ones <laughs> all the time. The thing is this. You have to you have to somehow look at our own views. Is this really my view or right. is this something I've adopted because someone mm-hmm. told me such and such? So we don't true. really have brand new views. But we have the ability to, to actually think Yes. What we have as our views from different angles. Right. That's where our thinking comes in. Yes. The ability to exercise thought in its true Mm -hmm. essence. And it's not easy. No. Thinking is more difficult than weightlifting, than working eight hour a day. Just one hour of thinking will knock you out. Well, and you've said something before that's really stuck with me is that thinking is seeking. Yes. And I love that. So (laughs) thinking is really a Sanskrit word. It's derived from that, Mm -hmm. which has been borrowed into Greek and then Mm -hmm. now transformed into what we are using now. But thinking, think about it. Yeah. When when scripture says, seek Mm -hmm. and you shall find. You're not going to go out there and seek something. Right. The seeking happens up there. <laughs> right. In the thinking process. Yes. That's yeah. where you seek. Yeah. You knock. Knock on that opening. <laughs> yeah. Knock on that brain. Mm-hmm. And it's going to open up yeah. and reveal latent, latent mysteries about ourselves, mm-hmm. about our generations, about our traditions yeah. that we may have been taken for granted. Right. But this is the value of what true family means. Families pass on values. They don't pass on money all the time. It's helpful when they give us some money. (laughs) But most of the time, what is a family passing on to kids? What are grandparents passing on to grandchildren and such and such, aunties and uncles? They are passing on certain values that have made sense. Right. They are not just necessarily traditions. Right. They are values. Right. And they are important. Yeah. Well, we'll leave you all with that today. Go out, do some seeking, some seeking. Um, Don't think too much. Don't think too much. (laughs) Treasure your families. (laughs) Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, We much appreciate it. And definitely let us know what you think um, by listening. Um, And I hope you all have a wonderful week. Absolutely. And God bless you all for still listening to us yes. and for your encouragement and mm-hmm. for the uh, ideas and suggestions that uh, you've been giving us. Yeah. So keep sending us to us and, uh, and God bless you. And remember, ask, ask Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs>